0: You're listening to Two Guys, One Album with music insiders Michael Heideman and Paul
1: Farber. We are two music experts. Green experts is pushing it. Taking on the greatest albums of all time. Uh, it's a little subjective. Song by song with careful analysis. All right, I wouldn't say careful. Look, we're having fun with the songs. Two guys, one album. One album. Pass the ganj, oh, yeah. Pass the duchy to the left-hand side. You feeling it,
0: Paul? I don't feel it yet, but I feel like we do have to liven up ourselves, as they say. It's another episode of Two Guys, One Album.
1: These are your hosts, Michael Heidemann. Paul Farvar. And, of course, the ghost of Bob Marley, who's joining us today with the Album we are taking a look at. I'm very excited. We've been throwing this one around for a little bit. We've been pausing on it. But now tonight's the night for Natty Dread, 1974 album by Bob Marley and the Wailers. Actually, the first album released by Bob Marley and the Wailers instead of just the Bob Wailers. Marley, yeah.
0: Oh, this is the first time he used his name in the film. Yeah,
1: he took a little ah. bit of the solo artist route. And also,
0: this is one uh, without Peter Tosh. This is the first time Peter Tosh left the band.
1: I love Peter Tosh. He's my favorite reggae artist. We were talking about this a little bit before the podcast, and uh, you can't get enough of the Tosh man. Great Great musician. Yeah. Except think, for Bob Marley. He could he got well, enough of the time. You know what's funny? I,
0: I go back and forth with Bob Marley, um, but in the last 20 years I've been... Uh, I, I just can't get into it anymore because I think I burned out when I was uh, literally... <laughs> yeah, I was
1: going to say. I was waiting for the joke. My
0: first compact disc ever purchased was Legend Bob Marley. We didn't do that because we don't do greatest hits on this show. And If you yeah. have any problems with that, let us know. Um, but that's just not how it works. We do full albums. By the way, uh, Michael, we need To remind people, number one, this is our opinions. A lot of people get very aggressive with our reviews on Two Guys (laughs) One Album. No, it's we are the insiders. So Mm -hmm. you guys got to remember, between Michael and I, we have at least uh, two thousand CDs, Mm -hmm. and so at least. I mean, I've got one thousand nine (laughs) hundred. So. I'm just assuming you had a hundred.
1: Mine, mine are mainly vinyl and iTunes. Yeah, I so have some. I have, have so some cassettes
0: too. So if okay. we're going to cut that. So we are insiders, but we're also just having some fun. And also, it's just 30 minutes of your life, okay? All of these, we've done this for over 20 episodes, and not one of them has gone over 30 minutes. If you don't believe us, go back and look. And you know, people are like, uh, you know, it was 31 minutes Yeah, but you're including. Our intro, which is at least three minutes.
1: <laughs> Paul likes to keep things all in the pizza realm of the thirty minutes or less. Yes. Um, let's give him a little insight into what the uh, what the podcast actually entails. So we are music insiders. We take each album song by song with careful analysis, like you heard in the intro. And what we have going on is we end up with a rating system at the end. And Paul and I both have different ratings at the end of the album, and often they. They differ a lot yeah, of the time. I we feel have like never this album, been the same. I think this album might uh, tear us apart a little bit. And
0: this is the first song in the album we haven't even talked about. It's been playing in the background, and it's and we've been listening to it. There's no marijuana in this office right now, and uh, it's hard to listen to. I'm gonna say I was a huge Bob Marley fan in my uh, high school days, and I, I loved this song. This is one of my favorite Bob Marley songs, but. I just can't get into it anymore, man, and mm-hmm. and might have to do with the fact that I don't smoke pot anymore. Maybe you have to do, it. and I'm not even joking, really. Maybe a little bit um,
1: do, doesn't work. Doesn't smoke pot doesn't anymore. He has a jewel, though. I think,
0: right? It's like you know, when you stop skateboarding, you stop listening to Suicidal Tendencies. It's just the way. No, it
1: works. no, you uh, you always listen to the tendencies. Come on, man. I don't they, they, know. They played it at Riot Fest this year. I'm sure it was did. pretty great. But um, the but, song is. Uh, what do you think? I mean, Natty
0: Dread is. Uh, as one of his most popular albums that's not a greatest hits album. Did you know the song before you heard it today?
1: Uh, you know what? I probably heard every single Bob Marley song, but I just thought they were just one song on repeat <laughs> uh, many times. They all do kind
0: of blend, huh? They
1: they have this great vibe, and you gotta you gotta respect the man for creating this kind of music, and if not creating it, because obviously there was you can get into uh, just the specifics specificities of it all. But he did bring it to popular culture. He did bring it to America, and dang, on this album cover, he is a handsome looking dude. And I didn't realize how good looking he was when he was all, younger. Yeah, I, I just see. Well, the, he was
0: always pretty young.
1: I just see the smoking like poster that you see in everybody's college dorm room. A yeah. photo of him. So this is
0: Natty Dread has a more uh, a nice drawing depiction of him. It's a colored depiction. Um, the thing about Bob Marley is,
1: I He smokes pot.
0: He smokes a lot of pot. He was a Rasafarian, <laughs> which is a great religion if you Google it. I actually did a whole report on that because I was such I was such a nerd. I I had a radio station show where I played only reggae music. I thought no it was
1: no way. I had
0: the the Jamaican flag on my car. <laughs> Sticker. (laughs) Did you have the
1: hat too? No, I didn't wear the hat. But I was a
0: huge reggae fan. But now I I can't stand it anymore. I really hate reggae.
1: Well, Paul, we have the most popular song, maybe in Bob Marley's career, coming up. Can we get a little example of how you would introduce this next song coming up here? This
0: next song is from our favorite artist here on the Reggae Hour with Paul Farvar. Bob Marley sings No Woman, No Cry. But this is the other version of it, not the popular one, but listen.
1: What's happening with this song? What? I knew you were going to be shocked. Where's, where's the rat tat No woman a cry. Okay, right from the get-go, right from the get-go, it sounds like Bob Marley is singing this in a karaoke bar somewhere in deep Jamaica. This
0: is the original version, I think. So He sounds I so young I hate No Woman No Cry This version or the one that's on Legend That a lot of people are uh, familiar with It's just so overplayed And just It just doesn't hold up for me Mm -hmm. I I can't understand it I love reggae music Um, I got into my reggae period Where I went to Black Uru concerts Steel Pulse was one of my favorite reggae bands I I liked Andrew Tosh Who was uh, Peter Tosh's son I got into that, I saw Ziggy Marley All those reggae shows But something just changed in me And again, maybe it's when I stopped smoking pot This just doesn't hold up for me
1: the, the original version of this song actually was in a gospel style so this was almost a church anthem for a little bit featuring Peter he didn't Tosh. He It's well,
0: Vincent Ford that wrote this
1: Vincent song. Vincent Ford. Now that, that's, a, that's a very interesting point that you bring up there and doing a little bit of research that I did on Bob Marley a lot of these songwriting credits are muddled because he actually had a lot of friends and family that he mm-hmm. gave credit to to help them later on in life so in popular culture and in myth, beliefs or whatever you believe, Bob Marley did write all of his own music and did maybe share some credits. I don't know the exact Specific. Oh, I keep using that word. I gotta, Specificity. A, I found it sound like porky pig.
0: Specificity.
1: Yes, that word of this song. So you can go back and see who exactly put down the lyrics to the paper. I'm gonna say good, good job, Vincent Ford. But better known
0: smokes. as Tartar to his friends. Vincent Ford was a childhood friend of Bob Marley's.
1: He often, it said that he would have starved if he didn't hang out with Tartar. Paul, who was your Tartar in your life? <sighs>
0: I don't really know, I had so many tartars. Depends on what era of my life, but yeah. I, I are you a big? Uh, what's your favorite? Uh, you are you? A, did, is this your song? No woman, no cry. Do you like mm. it? Do you like this version or the other version? Be honest with yourself. You okay, like it? the
1: the other version of the song, which was remastered, mastered, remastered for Legend. So many masterings going on. I like that Legend version. Uh, I think that it was a lot more full. It brought brought into the the full essence of No Woman, No Cry. The the reason I don't like this song This is, is the
0: longest answer You could just say Yes I do like it Or don't Just answer I'm, I'm, you don't, you're,
1: you're like I'm You're trying to justify Not liking it I'm
0: creating a thought you don't here need to. You're not a politician Just say yeah I don't like this song Or yeah it's okay There's
1: a reason Why I don't like this song It's because of the Multiple covers That I heard over my life Because <laughs> it's uh, been Jimmy overdone. Buffett Sublime Oh my gosh oh, Every single friend That Fugees. I ever knew The Fugees Well the Fugees actually did I, I give them some credit But that's, a, that's my a whole band. point
0: Like there's other songs that hold the test of time you know under pressure is my favorite song of all time uh, Queen David Bowie but other people do the cover and it doesn't make me sick of the original when I hear under pressure by Queen no matter where I am I listen to it all the way through whenever no matter where I am when I hear no woman no cry I change the station (laughs) I don't like the song and and I'm not a Bob Marley hater I just I don't like that song, and I don't like his more popular songs. And I think "Legend" is the, it killed it for me because it was I, I overplayed that song all through high school, mm-hmm. and I just can't deal with it anymore.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah. And it, you you just proved it, my point roots. that you're
0: trying to defend it. It's not a good song. Doesn't hold up. It's like it's like any song that's really popular in radio. You love it for a few minutes, but then like you can't stand it anymore. Is
1: it, no, me if I'm wrong here, is is everything gonna be all right? Everything gonna be—is that no woman will cry? That's no woman will cry. Okay, I do like that part of the song, but I do <laughs> not like the rest of the song. Everything gonna be alright. You're how just ba- you're, wait. You're, how yeah. about that one song by him where it's like, "I want to thank you for driving that's in not, my car." Cause. That's that Bob Marley. <laughs> Who is that again? Gagita.
0: <laughs> Listen, you're okay. <laughs> clearly full. You're, I, you're still hungry. But I let's am go. So to, let's go. Speaking of the next song, which is "Them Belly Food," but we "Them, them belly, belly Full." F- but we hungry
1: now with Paul Farvar's reggae hour
0: push play <laughs> <laughs> have you heard this song before let's sit, let's
1: listen by song title alone no i have not Okay, I like this. I always like the use of a choir. So this There's is... the background
0: singer. I haven't heard this song in a at least 20, 20 years. Mom, fall, it don't, it don't, See, this is a deep cut that I, I kind of like. Enough,
1: you know what it really sounds like? It sounds like... It could almost be a police song uh, with that great tempo.
0: Funny you should say that. The police were heavily influenced by Bob Marley and the reggae music. I can tell. And that's tell. the best band of all time. We all know that.
1: You know, you don't often see a lot of bands using these off-tempo beats, too, with their songs anymore. So maybe Bob Marley did have something with the way that he crafted a, s- oh, a song.
0: no doubt. He's he, he's brought more to modern music than any, almost any other artist. That doesn't make me like him anymore. <laughs> This is an okay song. It It holds up.
1: The album itself was released in 1974 in October by Island and Tough Gong. Tough Gong. Do you know what that is, Paul?
0: I do. That's the label that that released all of his stuff and distributed
1: it. That's his recording label. And it was a nickname Bob earned for himself in the Kingston ghetto of Trenchtown, which was named because it was built of an old drainage trench for exactly... (laughs) He was he was the wrong guy to screw with, supposedly, and he was a tough gong. That's a great nickname. Tough
0: gong. It's an okay song. Do you want uh... to... Here's another problem with it. After a few minutes, like you said, they all kind of like blend in. Yeah. Let's go to uh, number four. Let
1: me see if I can fit this in real quick. Everything is going to be all right. <laughs> all right, let's just jump into number four.
0: Rebel Music, 3 O'Clock Roadblock. Not to be confused with 3AM by Matchbox 20.
1: Oh. All right. I, I like the use of the harmonica right from the get-go. You know, he has a great way of starting his songs differently, but then they all just meld into the same, same kind of stuff. Shot the sheriff, But I did, did not, not shoot, shoot the deputy. <laughs> so quick tidbit on Bob's father. He was actually a 50-year-old white British naval captain named Norval Sinclair Marley. You Norval. Know what? Norval.
0: What if he was named after his dad? That would change everything. It would have changed. A lot of people history. would be named
1: Norval instead of Bob. <laughs> Just imagine all the kids who would be sitting there smoking. We'd be like, "Hey, could you put on some more Norville?" What kind? Of, was that an Irish person that was doing that voice? They're at Trinity College in Ireland. <laughs> that's where a lot of the Bob Marley's fans came from. Actually, did you not know that? I did that's not. another thing on this list of, that's of unknown. The, that's facts. the
0: problem with reggae people trying to do Rastafarian accents. It's, it often sounds like they're Scottish or Irish? Let me try it again
1: man put on the Norville um, that's, that's even more Scottish more than so you search. sound
0: like the, the Scottish guy on The Simpsons
1: and I'm, I'm only saying this out of respect <laughs> for the love for Bob Marley that I do have his mom was actually a black country village girl named Sel- Cedella and uh and she had him when she was 19. Uh, he was born at 2:30 in the morning. Different times back then. Yeah, in
0: 1945. So, uh, when you when you're born at 2:30 in the morning, you become a night owl. That's just the way it works.
1: He had a strong family. I mean, think uh, you got to think I don't know back. That's true. <laughs> think back to 1945, living in in Jamaica or living in. He was born they? in
0: 1945.
1: Yeah. Oh wow. No, February 6, 1945. So, would have been like
0: 70 something now. Is that right? Oh, yeah. He died
1: pretty young. I forgot about that. I was assumed assumed that he he passed away at a a healthy
0: age. This is the album that, by the way, if people ask us why we picked this album, this album was one of the highest ranked, greatest albums of all time, according to Rolling Stone. And uh, in the book of 1001 albums, you must hear Before You Die. So we're not just some idiots up here that just picked a Bob Marley album, okay? we you got a lot them. of callers that are saying, why'd you pick this? Anyway, this song blows. I don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> Let's go to the side two, we which wonder. is number five.
1: Soja Se We wonder why we have people who email us at twoguysonealbum at gmail.com. And that's twoguysonealbum with the number two, one album at gmail.com.
0: Why do you give away the email right when I shit on a song? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so so if they got something to say, you can just go to your computer you know and let us know.
0: You, I feel like you just want them to be like, Paul, by the way, is the one that we don't like. I get that, it. They'll
1: probably be Someone's like... Someone's
0: got to be the bad cop, yeah. Michael. I'm, I'm, that's my role.
1: They'll be like, hey, Paul, so just say what? Now, no, what accent was that? No, it was just... That was my normal talking voice, oh. just saying soja. The name of... All right, whatever. Let's go over the personnel who took wait, part wait, wait, in this let's album. Let's listen to this song yeah. first for a oh. second, because
0: I haven't even heard this. I don't think I remember this song. Do you?
1: It's, it's kind of
0: like talking to us, huh? Bacon bread? Is that what he said? Is that code? He's got he's
1: got some smooth lyrics.
0: So Ja is Rasta. Is the God in Rastafarius.
1: Really? John? I don't know. So just say? I think so. So just say what? All right. Anyway, Bob Marley, he was lead vocals and rhythm guitar. Ashton Barrett, bass guitar. Carlton Barrett, drums and percussion. Bernard Trouter Harvey was on piano and organ. Um, we've got Gene Roussel on the Hammond organ, uh, and that's the guy who arranged the No Woman, No Cry uh, piano part. And... Al Anderson, lead guitar, and Ahmed Wallace on Kazoo. (laughs)
0: No Ahmed Wallace. (laughs) And this is also important to note that Bunny Whaler, Whaler, who was originally part of the Whalers with Peter Tosh, was also not on this album. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this song is no good. Is it it doing anything for you, Michael? Not really feeling
1: it. Just a a quick tidbit about Bunny Livingston, a.k.a. Bunny Whaler. Her given name, guess what it is? Nelville O'Reilly Livingston. Norville. Nelville. Close. Neville. It's a popular name in the 40s. <laughs> you know, that's like an old grandpa name.
0: Well, it was the 40s, Michael. Not everyone could have a Michael and Paul.
1: Paul. <laughs> we would have been the outliers in this. We would have. Been,
0: <laughs> it's crazy. Now all the kids are going to be named Aiden.
1: Oh, do you want to hear uh, what? Okay, we'll just go to the next song. Though. What did you? And I'll give you another. I word.
0: lost my pen cap, but it's all right.
1: Next song, Natty Dread.
0: This is a very popular song And I kind of liked it And I think that's why I bought this album Back in the 2000s Let's hear This kind of holds up A little bit Yeah You knew this song before Or no,
1: Michael? I've definitely heard it when um, when my friends and I were in high school and we were looking at things underneath the black light. That's for sure. I, can I mean, this wasn't this wasn't
0: on un- Legends.
1: So it's really good. I don't, really know. Good.
0: I don't I, know if they had these albums back in the farm towns.
1: <laughs> of Jamaica or my farm town in in Illinois. Your farm. town. Oh, okay. <laughs> You know, you can't deny his voice. He does have a good, strong voice, and I think it only got sadly affected by all the smoking that he did, because right here, it's very clean.
0: Yeah, I still like this song, but I mean, again, it's one of those things where it's like, after like minutes of the song I'm done
1: what's the longest we had to figure out what the longest song on this album is
0: so so far the longest song oh the longest song on the album was rebel music which is six minutes forty five Lively Up Yourself was 5 minutes 11. Okay. And uh, Natty Dread is 3.35, which is, you know, you could tell back then they were looking for, uh, Island Records was looking for what's going to be the hit they can play on the radio. Mm -hmm. They couldn't do Lively Up Yourself, No Woman, No Cry, in that speed up version was 3.46. Mm -hmm. And uh, Natty Dread is 3.35. So this was like the hit, and that's why it was the title uh, of the album, my guess. We're not we don't know that for a fact but if you think you know the answer, two guys one album at gmail.com
1: <laughs> great review
0: um, but yeah I, I this is probably the best song on the album thus far and I think it was back then when I bought it
1: oh he's, so. he's going to do a bridge finally too with this song a bridge on a reggae I, song I can't believe Get it out. Way, listen to this. I Yeah, it's Matty like a post-bridge. Okay, I do like that song. Natty Dread yeah, is it's one of the That's
0: probably the best song. That's going to definitely help it in the ratings.
1: What about Bend Down Low?
0: This is number seven, Bend Down Low. Bob Marley wrote this song. Three minutes, 21 seconds. Do you think we're going to make it all the way through?
1: <laughs> Email us, you guys. want we'll help them. With this organ sounding? It's it's a little bit of a child wonder-like <laughs> Song here, it almost like, like a nursery s- rhyme. Speak and spell, if you will, and then we get into the groove.
0: Oh yeah, I haven't heard this in a while. It holds up.
1: Let me tell you what I know. So, do you want to hear what Peter Tosh's given name was, real quick? Sure. Winston low Hubert McIntosh. Not even kidding. <laughs> it's not bad.
0: It's the best of the three. <laughs> I'd rather be Winston than Norval. Mm-hmm. Hubert McIntosh.
1: So the first record Bob actually cut was named Judge Not, and on the label his name was actually misspelled. Speaking of names, it was misspelled to Bob Morley. <laughs> <laughs> Morley.
0: That's a whole nother ballpark.
1: You've got to let
0: me go, so I see. Without Bunny, it doesn't sound the same. I know they have the three, the i threes, which is Rita Marley, Judy Moat, and Marcia Griffiths. Marsha Griffiths, but just don't, I feel like it's, I like the, I do appreciate that the the production on this is so like, it's just bare bones, not Mm -hmm. bare bones, but just like. Uh, organic, mm-hmm. you know. There's not overproduction, overdubbing. It's like you feel yeah. like you're in the room with them, which yeah. is cool. You, you don't see that a lot anymore.
1: For a second, I thought you were going to say, "I can't." I'm so I, I can't believe that the percussionists think it's so bored playing the same beats for this entire song,
0: <laughs> or the bassist. <laughs> I mean, if you ever go to a reggae concert, back in the day, uh, you can go to the. the there were a bunch of reggae. There was a Wild Hair in Chicago, which you can get into back in the day when you are underage. It was so easy to go there. You can be like 16 and go and get drunk at Wild Hair and watch great reggae bands. But you could just watch those guys and they're like playing the same. I mean, there's a discipline in, in mm-hmm. playing music to be able to play the whole 10 minutes of the same freaking thing the whole time. Yeah. Just That's in rounds. Yeah. It's almost mm-hmm. as hard as... You know, being a good like a good soloist,
1: you you can only hold like a strapped bass on your back for so long before you start getting arthritis.
0: It's just that's like what you call a jobber. Like they (laughs) are doing their job, and the same with the drums too. Like there's no transient, there's no transition, transients, Transients. there's There's no no transitions. (laughs) I mean, they're just playing the same thing over and over. But that's all right. Bend down low was all right. Let's talk some blues.
1: Talkin' blues. Have you ever been to Kingston Mines here in Chicago? I have. And I they used to do a lot of reggae stuff there, too. Yeah, yeah. One of the uh, staples in here in Chicago for great reggae music.
0: Well, I it's mean, blues, mostly.
1: Mostly blues, but there are some reggae nights. Now, w- the cool thing yeah. about this music is, for some reason, it connects with people on a level that they will devote their entire lives to getting into reggae music, and also... What I'm always surprised with, their entire haircuts, like for years, you need to focus on these dreadlocks. I wanted to get
0: dreadlocks, and we've talked about this, I think, in the and Crows episode, but (laughs) I almost almost got dreadlocks, and uh, my neighbor, Mm -hmm. uh, my good friend who I had a crush on, Vanessa, convinced me not to do it, Hmm. because I was like, I need an original look. I was playing tennis, I thought I was a Persian Andre Agassi, he's already Persian, so that makes no sense, but... Mm -hmm. uh, And I was into Counting Crows and Mm -hmm. I was into reggae. I'm like, I'm going to get dreadlocks. (laughs) But you know how hard it is to get dreadlocks and how- What do you even have to do to get dreadlocks? Your hair, you can't wash your hair while you're in the process. It's a a pretty gross
1: thing. It it does look pretty awesome. I mean, Bob Marley on his his album cover looks great with these dreadlocks. And I love when you got the, the ponytail of dreads. That's another solid look, too. So this is the this is the song um what this, is it called again Talking Blues which Talking there's Blues.
0: multiple versions of this as well but this is the the most like I guess poppy version I mean they they do all the you know it's almost Motown in a way that they've they've covered all their bases in terms of trying to have the big band sound in such an organic setting but um
1: yeah, it it's just kind of
0: doesn't hold up for me. Probably the third best song on the album, though. But wait, you know what? That's funny. We're almost we're almost done with this whole thing.
1: Well, let's jump into the next one, then. What, what do we got on
0: Revolution. Deck? We've got a revolution here. It's not the Beatles version, I don't think. But let's listen to it for a little bit. I don't even remember this.
1: for an album that came out in 1974, this is, like you mentioned, some very, very clean production work uh, for a band that was, you know, kind of going through some transition. Bob finally put his name on this record and, Obviously he was very proud of this work. He has a great way of threading these very interesting political statements into his his lyrics alongside this. You know, to be honest, he's a very passionate singer and he does it he does it like flawlessly. There's no belting out like singing a ballad, a love ballad, or anything like that. It's just gritty great vocals with a smooth smooth beat and to be honest i'm very relaxed right now i'm very chill
0: it is it is very chill and maybe that's why they started the album with lively up yourself because they're like hey listen up i know you're chilled but um yeah i don't i don't uh, uh it was good to hear this for a while uh i haven't heard of this album in a while but i can guarantee you that this album will never be played again in its entirety in my lifetime at least with me present um so i i, I just i just don't see it i don't i don't uh, i don't think it's gonna i'm ever gonna listen to this album <laughs> but i'm ready to i'm ready to uh I'm ready to rate this album. You ready to rate it? That yeah. was the last song? That's the last song, unless <laughs> okay. we got the bonus track. I don't think we do.
1: You know what? We we didn't even go over the fact that we often get a skip every once in a while on these we albums. We didn't have it's to skip It's a very it. controversial um, part of the show, but we didn't have to skip a single song. No, that listen, speaks words uh, in itself. Uh,
0: for your rating, it can, Michael, but I don't think it's going to change my opinion. Um, I. I make no apologies for the fact that I don't listen to reggae anymore. And when I do, or if I do, it's not going to be Bob Marley. To me, it's too commercialized. Uh, And it's not the fact that I'm not like, oh, it's, you know, I'm against commercial music. And some of my favorite artists are very commercial. But to me, it's been overplayed. And I just, I I listened to one too many songs by Bob Marley in the 90s. And I just, I hit my, I think you have a, a maximum that you can you can withstand as an adult. And then when you hit that cap, when you hit your per capita of reggae,
1: oh, or reggae. Bob Marley, mm-hmm. Bob Marley mm-hmm. in
0: particular, you can't do it anymore. Unless it's live, maybe live covers, but even when bands cover it and they it just no one could ever do it, no one could uh, re- uh, re- uh, replicate what he did?
1: What if? What about steel drums? And you're in New York uh, in a line for a hot I dog? Can't do it.
0: I do like that they have djembes in there. I did hear a djembe or two. <laughs> oh yeah, as a djembe player. But I will say this: I'm ready to rate. Um, I give this uh, three likes, uh, and uh, and that's I make no uh, bones. Three about
1: it. Three likes. Three likes. Stop the presses. That's not the lowest,
0: has it been the lowest I ever gave?
1: That's uh, that Pretty is low. the lowest. <laughs> I don't it's know. It's tied your other lowest.
0: I don't know if that's accurate. but
1: And I think you gave Pink Floyd three and a half.
0: Well, we'll see about that. But um, I'm going to give it three 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 and a half likes. I'm going to give it a cookie because it reminds me of how much I used to eat when I get the munchies. Um, <laughs> I'm also going to give it a shamrock for your uh, Irish accent that you attempted during Thank you. the thing. Mm hmm. And then I'm going to give it a burrito, because also, I used to eat burritos a lot, and I still do when I had the munchies. (laughs) Those are my three emojis and three likes.
1: Harsh, but but
0: fair. Bob Marley's Natty Dread. Hey, it's just my opinion.
1: Okay, I like what you did there, Paul. Uh, This was an interesting album. First time I heard it all the way through. Definitely the the most time that I've spent listening to Bob Marley, besides when I was getting rides home (laughs) with my hippie friends in high school. But you got to give the man some credit. Uh, like we mentioned before, he is a, he's a very great history. He's obviously a legend in the reggae community. I love what Ziggy Marley has accomplished, and Damien Marley put out one of the best reggae, reggae albums I've ever heard with Jamrock. So I gave him an extra few points with that, just because of his uh, his offspring, Damien Marley's Jamrock. But I'm going to give this record, Natty Dread by Bob Marley and the Whalers. A solid five. Five likes. Five likes. Okay. Five likes. I'm gonna give it the guy blowing in the wind emoji just for the amount of smoke.
0: Bly, b- there's a guy. Bl- I don't have there, that. Emoji.
1: It's no. You you do. It's it, it's like a it's like a it's like a, a wizardy kind of guy. Oh okay. Who right. is blowing in the wind? And oh, it's right here. I'll show it to you. See, it's like a cloud blowing in the wind.
0: Oh, I never saw the human face in that. Okay,
1: <laughs> so I'm gonna give it that guy. I'm gonna give it a palm tree just for the art of Jamaica and just being. There's no relaxed. palm trees in Jamaica. You know what? In my Jamaica, there's a few palm trees and there's a hammock that I'm sitting on right now. Is
0: that the third like? Is that the third emoji? The third the
1: emoji hammock? is going to be uh, like you mentioned. We have to give him some food for the munchies. I'm giving him a straight up donut.
0: Donut. That's uh, your that's your Stoner food.
1: But it was it was donuts because at the time when I had, uh, partook in the puffing of the Chiba, um, the only thing open in my small town was a 24 hour Dunkin' Donuts, and that's the only thing that I could go to. McDonald's weren't was cops closed there.
0: Like weren't you no, worried?
1: No, no cops were there. It was a small town. We had like three cops. So I would go there and I'd get the. Norville was one of them. <laughs> Nor- Norville, Winston, and Hubert McIntosh. Were you knew all, them all. They were their names. Okay. But I would go to that place and, I, and it just takes me back. I didn't listen to Bob Marley, though. My, my music was more like sad love songs. Yeah. Like, like Rufus Wainwright would be my jam. Like yeah. just getting really into it. But Bob Marley, great album. Uh, I'm going to give you fi- a solid five.
0: Well, we, speaking of Rufus Wainwright, you should go back and listen to our reviews of albums like Rufus Wainwright, Blind Melon Self Titled uh, Release. Our, our discussion of uh, the police synchronicity, which I say is one of the greatest albums of all time,
1: and also the other greatest album that you always mention is Taylor Swift. You said you said the album that she I put out, say that. with blank space is amazing too. But we did do that album as well. We check out some reviews there. Of course, you can find us at Two Guys One Album. At On Twitter, you can find us, Two Guys, One Album, on WGN's page, which is WGNRadio.com, and then search Two Guys, One Album. You can email us at twoguysonealbum at gmail.com. Find
0: us on SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play, all those places. Review us too. Hey, yeah. If you hate, if you don't like us, review us anyway and uh-huh. give us four, five stars and then shit on us in the comments. That's,
1: yes, that's what we prefer. We only read the five star reviews. So if you really want to give it to us, good. You got to write five, five stars, stars and, and then, then just shit on us. Just shit all over it. Yeah. But we're very excited to to keep in touch with you guys. We get we got a lot of great emails from our John Mayer episode. So we're going to be taking a look at some of those in a, in another listener mail in the future. All right, so for another episode of Two Guys, One Album, my name is Michael Heideman.
0: And I'm Paul Farvar. We
1: will see you next week. Yeah!